Hi everyone, this is Never Too Late Cafe, and I'm Laura Womack, your host of the Bloom Where You're Planted podcast. And today I have a special guest from around the world, actually, and I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell you where she's currently living. Hi, I'm Olivia Anibal, and I am the owner of Anibal Pottisserie. Um, I've been really treating you to all my cakes. Um, that is my full-time job, actually. Um, I've been doing it for a while now. I did have a different job prior to this, but this seems to be my calling. So, so yeah, uh, I'm based in South Africa right now. I used to live in England for a good 10, 12 years. And that's where it all started. Um, and we are just continuing in South Africa right now. Yeah. So is it Cape Ann? In Cape Town. I'm in Cape Town. Yeah. We're based in Cape Town. Yeah. Okay. I had the location incorrect. So how long have you been doing this as you're, you do? It's more than cake decorating. It's, it's art. So how long have you been doing this? Definitely. Do you know, I would say full-time, probably around four to five years as I had a permanent job prior to this. And then mm -hmm. I was doing cakes on the side. It was sort of my side hustle. I'm a single mom and I needed to supplement my income. And we started then with the cakes um, and the cakes has flourished after many cake fails and cake wrecks and all of those things. So I'm glad I stuck it through and it seems to be my calling, you know, I really enjoy it and it's something that comes naturally to me. And so I'm very pleased and I'm very pleased that I could make so many people happy doing this. That's wonderful. So tell me how people hear about you. Is it just word of mouth or do you advertise anything? Generally, it's word of mouth, yes. Um, I've got the Facebook page and then I've got also an Instagram page. Um, and yeah, my kids, I actually do some advertising at school as well. <laughs> at school as well. Um, but Your that's kids? How, yeah, my kids, yeah. I've got three of them. <laughs> and they do your marketing, is that it? <laughs> Well, yeah, because, you know, what, what, when it's their birthdays and then, as you know, it's sort of a tradition for the child to take cake to school. And then they would always say, oh, my mom made it. And that's how the word gets carried over. And then there's also, of course, the bake sale and the cake sale and you donate things to the school and so on and so forth. And, and that's a big part of the advertising, yes. Um, and that's how we basically do it. But generally, the biggest win for us would be by word of mouth, because I think to to have a recommendation or referral from someone that actually tasted it, that enjoyed it, I don't think there's anything better than that. Right. <laughs> well, that's how I saw you. I was on a website or a Facebook group that has to do with people that post their cake creations and I saw yours and I tell you the little ones with the um it had like a lion and some other animals on it and yeah. it was so yeah. adorable <laughs> yeah that cake it, it really really it was sort of heart melting I would say um I've actually done the couple's wedding cake as well and 
I haven't spoken to her since I've done her wedding cake. And when she came to me and she says, Olivia, I want this cake, please. I was completely and utterly overwhelmed and I was in awe because it was so cute. And I wanted to put my spin on it. And, you know, I had my whole heart, mind, body and soul immersed into that cake. And I was very pleased with the end result. Really, really, I was. We had chocolate at the bottom and then we had some vanilla at the top. Um, And yeah, she was she was over the moon when she came to collect it. Really, she was. So how did you learn your techniques? Actually, I'm self-taught. Yeah, every single thing I taught myself. Um, I've got a whole library of books uh, to do with cakes and cake decorating. Um, I think the best, my best teacher, I would say, was to fail. Really. (laughs) It really is the best teacher because you learn such a lot from failure. I mean, people won't realize it, you know, in the moment you feel you, you, it's not a nice feeling because you feel you're not good enough. You feel useless. You can't do it and so on and so forth. But when you've actually got the trick and when you've actually looked back and see, well, I've now done this differently or I've done that differently and I've learned something or so many new things in the process. I mean, it's priceless. There's nothing comes close to that. Really. It doesn't. That's amazing. So um, it may sound like a silly question, but do you have Pinterest? I do. I have an account on Pinterest and Actually, it's Olivia Anibal. Yeah, it's Olivia Anibal. And I've got Pinterest.co.uk, um, obviously, because of the time I lived in, in England. And I've got .za as well. So it's all linked. So a lot of my creations is on Pinterest. Um, I've okay. got the cakes and I think I've got some flowers as well because I do flower arrangements as well. Um, so I try to upload on Pinterest as often as I can, you know, it's very easy with Facebook and it's very easy with, um, Instagram because I can do it from my phone with Pinterest. I need to actually log on to the laptop and, and do it, but I do it as often as I can because I've, I've had so many people pin a lot of my pins and, and it's quite heartwarming to see that people actually take an interest in what you do. It is, it is. Um, well, that's fascinating. So, uh, tell me the different types of cakes that you've done. Um, since you've been doing it a few years, you said weddings and the one that had animals was a children's cake. Yeah. First birthday birthday cake. Yeah. And then we do the naughty cakes as well, you know, and those ones I'm not allowed to post or I didn't know which admin will allow me to post it. Because okay. I've tried once, I've tried once, and she completely removed it, and she said it just causes too much drama and too much this and too much that, and and yeah, they're very naughty. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> yeah, so it's the wedding cakes and the birthday cakes and the children's cakes and bachelorette. You, you name it, you know, you people, they just come with their requests and then I try and accommodate as far as I can. And every cake is a new challenge for me, I would say, um, especially if it's one that I haven't done before. 
um, because there's lots of planning that goes into it and lots of sleepless nights for me at least because mm-hmm. I like to have everything flawless so yeah so the flower arranging do you also do that for say I don't know weddings or um, how how does that fit into it yeah so a lot of my cakes especially wedding cakes they have fresh flowers on them And so I thought that because of my general love and passion for flowers itself, I thought, well, if if I feel this passionate about flowers, I could do the flower arranging as well. And I could try and push the boundaries with flowers and try and do things that people won't necessarily do. So what I have done was I've sort of created a biodegradable flower arrangement. So it's completely and utterly biodegradable, 100%. You can, it's in a pineapple. I use the pineapple and I've Mm -hmm. arranged the flowers in there and the flower stays fresh maybe five to seven days. The flower stays fresh in it because the actual pineapple has got enough juices in it and also the nutrients, it actually feeds the flowers. So for that, you can use as a maybe if you have a rustic wedding or a garden wedding you can use mm-hmm. that um also if you have an earth burial instead of having fl- a floral foam stuck in the soil with the flowers you have that and who knows something might grow you know when wow. when you all of that it decomposes and so and so yeah and so i've done it with a pineapple i've done it with some squash and um different types of squash, shall I say. I've done it with a coconut. It didn't work too well with a coconut, but but yeah. They're drier inside. <laughs> yeah, they are not dry. And once you pour out the, the actual coconut water, the coconut milk per se, and then, you know, it, it's really hard to get the stems in it. And it doesn't really provide enough liquid or nutrients for, for the material. So, yeah. But coming back to your question about the flowers, um, I do mostly table arrangements and then I do the wreaths for burials and um, and bouquets. And then I do the gift boxes uh, as a gift, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've not been doing it very long, but I'm, I'm loving it. I really am because I, I just feel that I bring something different to the table. And... For, for florists to appreciate my work is really, really a feather in my cap. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I am so excited that you have joined me here today. And it's just a connection from Facebook. I, I think it's amazing how Absolutely. the internet. <laughs> yeah. So um, on this podcast, Bloom Where You're Planted, I always ask everyone at the end, um, what that quote means to them. So what does that saying mean to you? Do you know, I think once you find your purpose in life, you actually, you, you are so full of ideas that you don't know it's actually somewhere in your body, in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. And so sometimes a lot of us, we go through life and we, We do many things, but it's really not our true calling. And one day we wake up and it's just there. We we stumble upon something that 
it just feels like ho- like home to us. <coughs> Sorry. It feels like home. It comes naturally. You don't have to make an effort. You're not, you're not cussing in the morning when you've got to get up. And all those ideas that you can apply to that thing, which is your tree or which is your purpose, that is where you actually need to grow and need to flourish. And that is where you need to stay because, you know, you've got all the ideas, you've got the passion, you've got the thoughts, you've got everything. You just need to apply it and you just need to keep going and keep growing. That's wonderful. What words of wisdom would you offer to someone that wants to do what you do? This might sound like a cliche, but I would say never, ever give up. And the reason why I say that is that people think that cake decorating or cake baking or cake baking and decorating, it's just a cake. It's not just a cake. You know, there's such a lot of yourself that goes into that. People that's really passionate about it, as I am, because I eat, sleep and dream cake. I have to tell you that. (laughs) Um, If I have a project that lays before me, I it completely consumes my mind until such time it is delivery day for, for that project to be fulfilled. Um, you, you will come across many stumbling blocks and you will come across people on your path and customers and they will say unkind things to you and they will tell you that they didn't like it or they will tell you this and they will tell you, they will ask for a refund or they will say that it didn't meet the expectations. What I can say is that do not take it personal. You know, someone can, it happened to me many times where people say things where I feel that I didn't give it to you with that heart or with that intention. Yes, it is a business and your feelings shouldn't get too much involved, but we are all only human, you know? So if I'm going to say something unkind, you're not going to receive it well. So people will say things to you, you will have cake wrecks, you will have cake fails, all of these things, all of these obstacles you need to use as stumbling blocks. I mean, you should use as building blocks for you to become a better cake decorator because there is always something to learn. I've been doing this for a while now and I still learn every day. Because every day there is something new. There is something you could do differently. There is something that you could do better, faster, quicker, more cost effective. You know, it's, it evolves constantly. So what I can say is never, ever give up. And if you have a bad day in the kitchen today, and if you had a cake wreck or a cake fail, dust yourself off. Tomorrow is another day. It happens to the best of people. You know, it happens to the best chefs in the kitchen, to the best bakers, decorators. We are all human. Just accept it, digest it, and move on. Mm, Wonderful words. Yeah. So what is next for Olivia? Any projects or new things you're going to try, whatever? Yes, of course, there are so many things um, because next to the cakes and the flowers, I also do a bit of painting. Um, I I paint the ceramic plant pots and then I also do uh, organic skincare, um, my own range of organic skincare. That's what I do as well. 
But next for me on the cake decorating level, I would like to teach. And I've, I feel I've got lots of knowledge that I could impart on people that's, that's only starting out, that's pure beginners. And if I look around and look at classes where people are wanting to learn and the things that they get taught and how they get taught, I'm completely appalled, I have to say. Um, so I believe that when you go to a class, you don't just learn about what's in front of you. There are so many things that I can teach because I think I've been around a while now and I've experienced many things, um, you know, so I, I can teach a lot. So that's what I would like to do is is to have cake decorating classes, um, you know, different levels from beginners to maybe K-pops and cookies and wedding cakes and fresh flowers and this that and the third and then I would also like to do a few books that's definitely on my list because I've got a lot of content I need to find the time and the right people to help me to do it I don't always have the uh, the concentration to sit for long periods of time without my mind wandering Mm. So, so yeah, I've got, I've got quite a few things, um, in the pipeline. Um, so I also do recipes. Sorry. I also do my own recipes. Um, I also develop recipes. So, yeah. I see. So your books would be, um, bake decorating books. There would be decorating books and then there would be recipe books because like mm -hmm. I said, I've developed quite a few recipes myself. It's my own, you know, if you won't find it from anywhere else because I've developed it. Um, and that's mostly free range. Um, and then of course there would be a raunchy little book that I would like to write with someone that has a very open mind. So Yeah that's what I've got in the pipeline right now yeah well as our time comes to a close Olivia I want to thank you from clear around the world for joining us on bloom where you're planted podcast and again it's sponsored by never too late cafe and I'm Laura Womack your host signing off so thank you Olivia thank bye -bye you for having now. me bye bye bye, -bye.